Welcome to Newest Latest Best, the quick daily show to keep you in the know with all of the newest information, latest releases, and the very best that games have to offer. I'm Jeff Kanata, and today is Friday, January 12th, 2018. As the big consumer electronics show, CES, winds down today, today is the last day in Las Vegas of the consumer electronics show, and so much of this year's show, at least from the entertainment perspective, has been about VR and AR, and I suspect that will continue. I wanted to take today and talk about a VR experience that I've been having that I think points to the future and really has big, big ramifications for what I expect will be where games are heading in the next five to ten years. I want to tell you today about Orbis VR. Now, if you've been listening to the show in the last couple of months, you know that a listener was the one that told me that Orbis VR had finally gone into full early access, full release where you can purchase the game and play it. It is in early access on Steam, so it is no, nowhere near a uh, complete game. But it is robust, it is playable, and a lot of people are playing it. And I dove right in as soon as I had heard that. I had been keeping my eye on this one from afar, but uh, wasn't aware that the game had gone into full early access. As soon as I heard that, I plunked down my 40 bucks, I jumped in, and I have been completely blown away by what I have experienced. Now, Orbis VR is a very ambitious Full MMO experience in VR, made for VR, supports both Vive and Oculus, and it's extraordinary. I really do think that this is, for me, a glimpse of what the future holds. This is our first step toward Ready Player One, in my opinion, and I don't think I'm overstating that. It is a true paradigm shift in how games are played, and the reason for that I think, is that all the systems, all of the traditional MMO systems that I'm very familiar with as a fan of MMOs over, you know, a decade or more, have been reimagined in the context of VR in very clever ways. Now, it is absolutely true that video games take skill. We certainly see that on display all the time. This week, Awesome Games Done Quick has showcase the very, very high-level skill of a lot of players uh, in in playing video games in really, really impressive ways. We see esports, and we recognize that at a very, very high level, uh, esports players have an extraordinary amount of skill. So I'm not here to say that games don't take skill, and certainly even MMOs take skill, but those skills involve pressing buttons, making choices, and pressing buttons in the right order, Right? specifically in traditional MMOs, in the sort of EverQuest, World of Warcraft tradition, it is all about making decisions as to when to use your skills, to maximize your cooldowns, to use skills in the correct order. Yes, there's still some Twitch skill involved. There is some uh, mouse and keyboard effectiveness that is required in being an excellent WoW player or an excellent MMO player in general. But in that tradition, in in what has become 
the template for massively multiplayer online role-playing games, generally speaking, it's decision-making and execution of pressing the buttons in the right order at the right time. Enter Orbis VR, and the idea of existing in a place, having presence in a place, and having an input that is purely touch and gesture-based. And now you can have classes in the game and activities in the game that are not only wildly different from each other, but also require incredibly different skill sets class to class. So, whereas in World of Warcraft, for example, if I'm playing a Fury Warrior or a Holy Priest, basically my skill set is very similar. It is push buttons in the right order. In Orbis VR, what I think is such a huge paradigm shift is the execution of your skills themselves, the execution of your inputs, the execution of what you want to accomplish is no longer simply a button press. It is a series of physical movements that require physical skill, and they differ wildly from class to class. So in Orbis VR, if you're playing a warrior class, a fighter class, a tank class, or even a DPS melee combat class, you have to swing your arms wildly around. And you're saying, Jeff, that doesn't sound fun to me. Ah, but what Orbis VR does that's so clever, I think, it asks you not to just waggle your arms here and there. It asks you not to just smack your sword into an imaginary thing in front of you. Rather, it says there are specific combos, there are specific movements that add up to being an effective melee class. There are combos and specific skills that in order to execute them, you have to do specific movements in a very specific way. So it becomes almost a dance. And you're going to say, Jeff, that doesn't sound interesting to me. <laughs> but it is. It, it actually also requires physical effort. So if you want to be a warrior class that is this big, traditionally big, hulking character that needs uh, strength modifiers and constitution modifiers. You're putting all your, your role-playing game style points into the physical attributes of your character. No longer do you worry about that because you need them in yourself. You need the ability to have a high stamina. You need to be able to move in this way. Your dexterity is important. Your arm movements and the ability to sustain them over long fights is important, and you have to build that up in yourself, not in some arbitrary number that's abstracted in a game. It's your ability to execute these movements and go, okay, I need to go slash left to right, uppercut slash, right to left, left to right, which is a specific combo. And that's just one example. In other classes, the, there's a rune caster class, which is basically the magic user of Orbis VR. That rune caster, in order to cast spells, must do very intricate movements in the air, draw tracing out very specific symbols in the air in order to cast spells. And the higher level spells are much more difficult than the lower level spells. The higher level spells actually include a third plane, so you're not just drawing on a two-dimensional plane, you are actually extending into three dimensions, which makes it much much more difficult to execute. You actually have to have the skill to be able to do that. 
there's a rifleman class that is extraordinarily clever. Yes, it's a shooter where you point something and shoot it at the enemy, but you also can throw traps you all, and physically throw them. You grab them from your belt on your waist and you throw them down, and you are selecting the ammo for your rifle based on need. You can have uh, health-giving ammo or damage-creating ammo, and you are plucking that as it rotates around the barrel of your rifle. You're plucking it and placing it into the front of the musket and then shooting it. It is, it is physical. It requires decision-making. It requires dexterity in you, not just in an arbitrary number in your character. Another example, there are trade crafts. There are uh, basically trade skills like you would find in Evercrest or WoW, where... In those games, if I am, for example, an alchemist, I gather the materials I need for a potion, and I press a button, and I craft that potion. It takes a second. There's a little bar that shows up on my screen, and it goes from left to right. And when that bar is filled, I own the potion. All I needed was to have the correct materials, and I got those materials by walking up to a plant or whatever, pushing a button, harvesting that plant, and being able to, this is common. This is something we're all familiar with in role-playing games. In Orbis VR, you walk up to a plant, you pull a, a tool from your belt, and you physically harvest the plant. Okay, that seems pretty straightforward. But the alchemy that you are, are practicing is also something that actually requires you doing it. It's not just pressing a button and waiting for a bar to fill. You are physically doing the potion crafting, you walk up to a cauldron, you place the items from your inventory that would constitute that potion onto a table, and then you open a book, it gives you a very specific recipe, and you follow that recipe by placing specific items in the cauldron and waiting for the cauldron to change. The color of the water will change, and at a very specific times you have to place things into that cauldron. It's, it's kind of a mini-game, but it's a mini-game that is... Basically how you would imagine a wizard creating a potion, actually adding things to, to the mixture, waiting for certain reactions to take place, and ac executing the correct recipe. You're waiting for the water to turn blue and then place the eye of newt inside, and then it bubbles, and then you place the leaf of whatever inside. It is following instructions. If you do any of those wrong, your potion fails. Sure, it's a mini-game, but it's a mini-game that is actually evocative of what quote-unquote real-world application of that kind of skill set might need. I'm completely entranced by this game. I, I don't think I'm overstating it. I, I, I know that there is a completely different discussion to be had as to whether any of that sounds fun to you. A lot of people feel like the idea of video games is to use button presses to abstract a complicated move set so that I can just sit on my couch and press buttons. I understand that. I understand that that's fun. I'm all for that as well. But the idea of actually doing the things in the world, and there are still, still abstractions, right? I don't actually have to be able to smite a monster to smite a monster. But the technology now allows there to be much wider variation between skill sets. My, the class that I choose now may have something more to do with my own abilities, my own preferences of how I like to interact with the game world rather than do I like this class over that class 
because of the pretty graphics on the screen or the utility to my team. It is basically the same thing to play a Death Knight or play a Hunter. It's basically the same thing. You're pressing buttons. The things you do, the things you have to know as far as when to do certain skills is different. But here, and finally, because of this technology, your basic interaction with the game world changes based on your role within it. And I think that is going to be huge. I think it's going to change the way we, what we expect about video games going forward. And I wonder if you feel the same. I urge you, if you have a Vive or an Oculus, to check out Orbis VR. I've only barely scratched the surface on what I think makes this game very special. It is very much in early access. Graphically, it is not impressive. But it already has a vibrant community, and I think it is the future.